0: Hello, welcome in. Get out of the cold. Um, remember, shoes off at the front door. Get some snacks and come take a seat um, and join us here in the music shack with both Ray and Jack. And we're back um, with, with a new episode after two weeks' break and a little bit, a couple, couple of days afterwards. Um, we've been really busy. There's a lot yeah. been happening. There's a lot to talk about. Um, And there's a lot of kind of. um there's a uh, there's a wide range of things this week and um most to be fair it's mostly just about experiences it shows but there is some really
1: jack and i have been on a break because we've been going to concerts and we're too (laughs) tired to record which is very on brand for this podcast (laughs) to be fair
0: (laughs) like we go out and get experiences so we can feed them back would we really be a music shack would really be a music shack would really be a music podcast if we didn't just constantly like go see concerts and like enjoy music <laughs> it is
1: also peak concert season so True. fair me and jack went to the same concert at, in different two different cities uh recently i think we talked about this on the last podcast so if you did listen to the last podcast you already know what i'm talking about um but i was in i was in the uk for a bit and it happened to align with when gracie was doing good riddance tour over there so i got to see her sole <laughs> i saw her in london jack saw her in glasgow um we both had vip um jack had barricade and i had balcony so we had a little bit different experiences i don't know jack what do you what do you want to talk about your experience of gracie barricade
0: uh okay. So Gracie Barricade or Barricade in general. This is the first time I've, I've I've actually achieved Barricade. I've tried so many times and I've come mm-hmm. second row so many times. But this is Maisie London. <laughs> Maisie <Macy>, London. <laughs> Maisie London, Maisie Edinburgh. Um a lot of Maisies. Um and it was so exciting. Like there's it, 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 there was a lot going on at this show. Um, with with Gracie, there's been a lot of like fainting and stuff going on at concerts. So Glasgow was really going like overboard in the water and stuff, which is good. Um, that's good. Yes, but there was um it was like constantly like you were being like kind of handed water constantly to like hand back to people. And you were like, I'm just trying to watch the show. (laughs) Like it was like every, like usually they do it kind of in between breaks of songs, but they were doing it during songs and people were getting really quite annoyed about it. Uh, But to be fair, it was kind of needed. Like someone had passed out during the sport and that's like, it's crazy because it was so cold and, and zeroes is is, is such a, it's like slow music and it's, it's not really something, but it's just due to the queuing and stuff. Um, but Barricade was super fun. Um, I met a friend, um, as usual, nice. I always don't get their socials and honestly don't know where they are nowadays. Um, <laughs> I tried to convince them to I told amazing, you that but...
1: last week. You were like, oh, I'm just going to be all alone. And I'm like, <laughs> just talk to the person next to you and you will make a friend. <laughs> like the same thing happened to me at Gracie. I mean, I was with somebody, but like there was two other girls in front of us that we, we, we we talked to you
0: a lot, um, which was nice. No, it's like... But anyway. We're, we were literally... I was sat maybe next to her for, like... Or them for, like, maybe two hours. And I just... I, you know what? You just, like, you know you you want to say something, but you just don't. Um, and I was... Yeah. I think we made a comment about something, and we just kept talking, and... Um, oh, that's nice. We went inside, and, and there was a lot of fight for, like... Um, Barricade once early entry came in, but we were trying to get merch and stuff, so we were like, oh, we'll hold Barricade, and, like, we were like trying to keep each other spot and stuff so it was uh, i'm glad someone was there because that's trying to so get merch good yeah worth, like fighting against Bar- it's a nightmare um but it was it no was yeah when really i do nice that experience.
1: i always just get merch after which then you have to wait forever if you go after so yeah it's good oh yeah the line was
0: crazy. i was like i'm not i was like i'm to be fair, i'm gonna have to wait anyway because i was trying to try and meet gracie afterwards but it was, I was honestly like, I just really do not, I cannot, be are going through that. Um, yeah, and lot. I was maybe going to get a poster but then I decided against it but um, no, I mean it was really good and um, I, like, I love Gracie, like one of my top probably like five artists and to be able to experience her for the first time at Barricade and um, at like still a smaller capacity was something that was really special. Um, I've got my tiny tote bag in the background with my this is what it feels like, friendship like bracelet type thing in my my my, oh my bow. God. Cute. Um, and it's so funny. I, I when I was walking to the concert to like line up, um, you're like, oh, who's actually going to this concert? And you just see like a bunch of. Like, you can tell. Yeah, because it's just the bows. You see them everywhere, and it's so funny because you can tell who's actually oh. going.
1: So I went to London night too, and we were in London the the day before as well, and um we were just on the tube and we 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 like four girls get on with with bows in their hair <laughs> at the station it wasn't like close to the venue or anything and we're like oh, we wonder where they're going
0: <laughs> it's so funny cuz you can like artists have their thing that you can, like, mm-hmm. tell fans by, but Gracie's is so obvious because it's, like, this big, yeah. massive bone, people's hair.
1: Maisie's... Maisie's has become the tennis skirt. Like, everyone yeah. wears tennis skirts to her concerts now, and, like, I I guess that's just, like, become a thing recently, but that's fun.
0: It's that and, like, Lyric t-shirts or, like... Lyric uh,
1: t-shirts and witch hats and... Yeah, and l- l- that's literally,
0: like... <laughs> going to a Maisie concert, that's what you'll see. Um But no, I, like... I, yeah. I honestly like don't know how to sum it up other than like it was genuinely like such a beautiful experience um we
1: love that I'm we so went, happy for you
0: yeah oh, i I was so nervous, but like it was be- honestly like it was really nice um there um yeah like we had just had a good experience i the way we were kind of positioned at barricade we were um so obviously with gracie's stage the the staging is beautiful by the way, I love the 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 light bulbs and like how it all plays out and it's like... so
1: beautiful oh, but stunning. i feel like sometimes the lighting is kind of bad like on yeah. her face mm-hmm. like when specifically when the lights are blue it like it looks better from further away uh yeah. personally um but yeah
0: it's um it's when she, when they all walk off stage at the end and the light stays on and it waits yeah. till, like, and then it, like, flicks off and the music's, oh, it's stunning. Um, but, you know, you're so right. Like, um, when uh, she was at the keyboard and stuff, like, there, there is, like, it's just, like, darkness, like, because she's in front of all the lights. Um, mm-hmm. But so we were positioned to the right. So we, she, the keyboard, the, the microphone, and then we were kind of towards the right-hand side. So we didn't really see her too much um, unless she was kind of out, like, walking about performing. But... Because we had the open space, we were kind of getting the most interactions, which was really fun. I have a photo. That's um, so good. On my lock screen, which I'll just show. And it's like, someone took it. And it's me. It's not going to show up well. But it's um, Gracie doing the, the hand. Like the little hand. Oh
1: cute. And you to post that on your Instagram story. I saw that. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> it's, it's Gracie not It's not going to show up. I'll put it on the, the screen. But um, it's Gracie doing the hand heart. And someone took a picture of me. Like doing it as well, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I love that. It was I love that. So good. Oh, um, that's so how nice. was like because you went to to obviously had VIP, but you were up in the balcony. Like,
1: yeah. So essentially, like, I, I'm admitting to this on the internet. Haha, <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, like the way that we we had balcony tickets, which for me was like important, kind of because I'm short, and I like if I'm not like I just I wanted to be able to see. You know, and I I like if I'm not planning to get barricade, I just like having my space because when you're in the balcony, like you're not pushed up against anyone or anything and you you can have enough space for yourself and you can dance around and you can enjoy yourself to whatever extent you want. And obviously in a show like Gracie where it's like completely sold out and like instantly sold out, every single person there wants to be there. So when you're at the balcony, you're still with a bunch of huge fans. You're not just like. You know, with people who are just like, ah, you know, I'm just here <laughs> to enjoy the music, which if that was the case, like maybe it's better to be in the pit because like because of the vibe. But with Gracie, definitely it's not that case. And I think I was really anxious. The reason I got balcony tickets was because I was really anxious um, because I had a really bad experience in Toronto when I saw Gracie. Obviously, at that show there was like 15 people who fainted, which um and Gracie stopped the show multiple times, like cut out some songs because of it, and like people were being really rude around me. Um, I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast, so I'm I'm reiterating. <laughs> but I just had this opinion of her fans because of that experience, um, and I, not I'm I'm not saying her fans as other people, but like I am a Gracie fan. I have listened to her music since 2020. I've just not been like actively part of her fandom and that's okay like that still makes you a valid fan of the artist I I think um the reason that I say like sometimes her fans upset me is because they're not like as respectful towards Gracie as they should be for example I saw that there was an incident I think it was in Amsterdam maybe it was in Paris I don't know but where like Gracie was sleeping in her tour bus, and people ran after it and started banging on the window, um, which is literally fucked up. like you should yeah. not do that to an artist. Um, like it's insane to do that to someone. But anyway, I was really anxious, so I got balcony tickets cause I just thought my experience will be better if I do that. And then my one of my friends was going, and she also had balcony tickets, and then, but she's like a really big Gracie fan and she wanted to get VIP. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll get VIP too. Um, Cause I promised her that we would like be together and stuff. And so, and then, so we had this plan that like, okay, we're going to get there. Like when, when we can get there and which ended up being earlier than we expected because of the train strikes in, yeah. in, in London that day. So, um, we both like, she stayed overnight at a friend's and like, I was at a hotel um, okay. that night, the night before. So we had, we both were able to get there relatively early, but not like early, early because we both like slept in and got ready and stuff <laughs> um, like because w- I wasn't so worried. Right. Um, and. And then so I think we got there at like 10, 1030 a.m. Okay. And we were 37th. 30 no we were 39 and 38 and 39 in the line so okay. we already knew that we were gonna get barricade <laughs> like it's just like uh, the the venue like if it was a wide venue like maybe but uh it, it's not it wasn't a wide venue so we got in we were like second row I um so the way it works is they don't make you be on the balcony during the um the sound the, the vip experience like everyone is on the floor yeah for that um so we got in and so what we th- said was like oh if we get if we get barricade or if we get a spot that like we really like and we can see everything then we we won't move right
0: yeah
1: um because they were checking they were checking like And Jack, I put that in quotes, uh, for audio listeners, checking. (laughs) They weren't really checking. Yeah. Um, if you were on the balcony, like you could have we could have easily stayed there on the floor if we wanted to, because we had VIP. Yeah. But during the VIP set, like I could we were in front of the piano and I could only see Gracie when she was set at the piano. I couldn't see her any other time. Mm -hmm. Um because the girls' center middle were so fucking tall. <laughs> they were so tall. And I am tiny. I couldn't see anything. And even my friend who was tall was like, yeah, I could, can barely see anything. Like, only this little part of the stage I can see. We just had a shit view from where we were. And we were like, okay, we're just going to move. Like, we're going to go up to the balcony so we can, like, enjoy ourselves and actually yeah. see everything. Um, So we did that. We went up. It's nice because you get to sit down and have a drink and go get merch and, like, you don't have to worry about your spot or anything. <laughs> so that was good. We, It was honestly, like, I'm happy that I had VIP and balcony because it was kind of like, well, now I get the option of, like, do I want to stay here or do I want to go up, <laughs> right? Whereas if I just had floor tickets, like, you, you're not allowed to go up if you have a floor ticket, right? Yeah. Um, so it ended up working well in that sense but the show was incredible it was the first show that she played mess it up full production which was so exciting and jealous the one thing i realized about gracie like which i didn't notice as much in the toronto show i think because i was just like pissed off at some of the people Mm -hmm. um around me (laughs) like i just (laughs) didn't enjoy it um But she interacts with every single person in the crowd, whether you're in the front row, you're at the back of the pit or you're on the balcony. And especially if you're like singing and dancing and like she notices you. The amount of times she looked up at us and waved and like when when people were doing like the pointing, she kept pointing at us like uh, like during like feels like when everyone would point at her and go like met you at the right time she kept pointing at us um just because like it's easy for her to point up and she kept looking at us and she kept waving at like so many people in the balcony including us and so it was really cute um there's this video that my friend took (laughs) it's really funny (laughs) and it's like it's literally like it's during um i should hate you and it's the part that's like Um, drive to your house for all the shit that you went through, and it's me literally like screaming at the top at the top of my lungs, and I'm (laughs) and then Gracie just looks up and smiles, (laughs) and she's like, "Look at her, she's freaking out." (laughs) It's really funny.
0: (laughs) I think I seen that video on Twitter, and it was like, it was like I had to audibly, like I had to physically turn my my (laughs) like volume down because it was so loud, (laughs) like Uh. you. I should though. That like.
1: okay. That song I should hate you is like really personal to me. Yeah. Um like it's something I listened to over and over during like a friendship breakup I went through. So I just and that happened after I saw Gracie in Toronto. So this is the first time I was hearing it live since that happened. So I was like in it in that moment. No, I <laughs> And my friend do. was my friend next to me was recording. <laughs> just like oh my god, I didn't say it. Well, That is but overall, I said this to my friend after, and I said, I'm going to say this on the podcast, my experience at Good Riddance Tour in London made up for my awful experience in Toronto because okay. I had such a good time. Yeah. Um, I good. The show was incredible. She did not have to stop the show once for people fainting at all. I We did see one person faint from the balcony, but it wasn't like she had to stop the show or anything like the person just got pulled out and things went on the venue had blasted the ac so much that when we got in and we were in the vip set everyone had goosebumps and the first thing gracie said when she came out on the vip soundtrack was wow why is it so cold in here
0: (laughs) 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 they're helping you for later on gracie so yeah honestly
1: (laughs) (laughs) no Um, like that's
0: so good people like more like um like venues and stuff need to do that because
1: i know i was freezing but i also think it was good
0: well <laughs> like, see once everybody comes in it like starts to warm up then but by the time yeah. you say it's finished like it's not so warm when it's like unbeatable
1: oh um, yeah for sure i I, mean, I don't know because obviously it wasn't in the pit but during yeah. vip it was freezing cold but oh that's because God. there there wasn't a lot of people there right yeah um and I'm sure that like once people started coming in, it, it, it like worked out okay. Um, but yeah, overall it was a really good experience. I'm happy I got VIP um, as well. Like even though you know didn't use the early entry portion of it, like I'm happy that I did it because I think it was a good experience. She played on un- what did she play? Oh, she played Unlearn and um, My Tears Ricochet for us. What did she play for it's you beautiful. at your VIP, Jack?
0: um so she played new year's day Slay. Um, and painkillers
1: oh my god yeah i know yeah
0: um, she also played another song i cannot remember for the life of me um i can't yeah if i remember i'll like stick it on the screen but it was um new year's day I, I when she so someone asked for new year's day and i remember just turning mm-hmm. to the person i was like i met in the queue and i was like I cannot cope. I was like, this is my favorite like rep song. I'm gonna cry. Love um, and that. I-, I actually oh, turned I'm to her after it, you. and I was like, yeah, I just can't because it fits so well. Like, mm-hmm. the-, the tempo of the song, and like, the like, it- Gracie's like voice does like it just works so amazingly on it. And to be able to hear painkillers like in an acoustic setting as well, um
1: it's beautiful, yeah, it's so beautiful.
0: I'm, I'm um, jealous you got me- mess up though. Like that is something. Yeah. But so she's now added it to her her actual set list.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: So do you, um, we should actually probably talk about why mess up is is quick is like it's, it's such a big thing this tour. Like at least at at these EU shows and UK shows. Um, yeah. So at the first show. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, so at the first show. Who? Where was the first show? This is where my information is really bad. In Dublin. Dublin. So Dublin, um, at one point, I don't know when, started like shouting mess up to Gracie and I think when, when art when people do this at concerts, it, like it's a bit of fun but at the same time like mm-hmm. I think we spoke about this last time, like these sets are really like down to a T, like these are practiced and like thought yeah. out to a T down to timings and everything. So when people request songs that aren't on the set list then it does kinda of throw things off. And it is down to like the artist to like decide if they want to do it or not um but it is fine to kind of do it during acoustic sets because it's not acoustic yeah it's different yeah like acoustic and like vip because there's not as many people but and
1: also like gracie like gracie does always take requests like on in the moment like you can literally like with other artists like Maisie, like she'll take requests if you like tweet at her the day before or something she'll she might like play it the next day and be like oh i saw someone tweet this at me they wanted me to play it and i'm gonna play it but like if you ask her for something during during the vip set and she like hasn't practiced it she might like play like one or two lines of it but she won't play the whole song Mm -hmm. because she hasn't practiced it um whereas gracie will just literally just pull it out like that girl (laughs) asked for new year's day she just pulled (laughs) it out and played it you know um
0: iconic honestly um
1: which is amazing that she does that honestly yeah
0: there was someone that i did see a comment on twitter and it was being like why why does she oh i know exactly or something and it's like well yeah because like do you think she just knows every chord under the sun like
1: they don't get i think they think that she's just like coming on and playing these songs and like you know reading lyrics on her phone because she like doesn't care enough to practice but it's like they don't they don't know like they don't know that that song was requested by somebody yeah you know
0: it's just like i don't know i you don't. sometimes you don't know if it's coming from inside and someone's just been like nasty but you get that with every fan base but i don't know if this was outsider or not but no it um, wasn't
1: in it, it was it i know exactly who it is and and the person who tweeted it is not a gracie fan so okay that's, that's uh, completely fine then. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: fine I'm glad it's not someone inside I mean it wouldn't make any sense if it was but um, so obviously people were requesting mess up so she performed it um, mm-hmm. and it I, I don't know it kind of felt like I felt really uncomfortable watching it because I think she just wasn't really ready for it at all um, Yeah. but then every night it became kind of a thing where well in fact I think we were second night or third night um, so second night the it <sighs> so Urs happened after right like during like it was pretty much like at the end
1: it was after feels like and before like the um i miss you i'm sorry minor medley
0: yeah um i'm trying to think what because it was that it was during literally like the end of a song that oh what one was it was it right now i think yeah it was it was at the end of right now it's like she hadn't finished singing right now yet and people were like mess yeah. it up mess it up and she just ignored him thankfully
1: oh my god but then, that's um, so fucked up
0: but that was after we literally got two people so she's she started doing this and she's now yeah. i think just pretty much made it mess she started
1: it up. doing yeah she started doing surprise songs and then like and then she, for our show she did mess it up as the surprise song and then i think in Paris, and then in amsterdam she did mess it up and she did mess up and a surprise song and i think there's some shows that are getting surprise songs and some shows okay. might be getting messed it up. So we didn't get a surprise song. Mess it up was our surprise song, but it was iconic because it was like full production, That's you know, so for the iconic. very first time. And nobody was expecting it. Like as soon as, like you have to imagine the first note plays and the whole yeah. freaking place starts screaming. And me and my friend just look at each other. And we're like, oh my God, <laughs> this is not happening. Um, and if you guys want to see a clip of that, yeah. It is done really well. Uh, it's it's on our TikTok.
0: It done. <laughs> um, that was Big Bang by Ray. She was like, post, post this on TikTok. We've not been active at all, <laughs> but we are getting back on it. Um, <laughs> and I think it done. <laughs> we wait, are I, checking. I think it done. Let me check. It done twelve k, which is good for like our her channel. And then I posted one, and it was um, Glasgow owns the the record for the loudest story so far. We got an audible wall. Just saying. So um and it got 10k and then i posted new year's day that only that didn't do too well but um yeah people it, oh, yeah. It, it was it done really well and it was um it was oh beautiful. wow um so that was big brains from you so oh no the the the
1: uh nonsense extras are most viewed uh um, but
0: oh, yeah actually yeah, on tiktok it is as well but Sabrina just um, bringing the views.
1: I I literally was walking out of the venue and I was like, I need to send this to Jack. I need to send. This. We have to be the first one to post this. <laughs> that
0: is, I think we actually were, or like at least one of the <laughs> one of the um, like one of the first. Um, but we yeah we got two people, um, which is iconic because it's probably one of my favorite like deluxe songs. Um, but overall, like, <laughs> I, well actually, wait, did you have any celebrities at your show? Because.
1: Uh yeah, we had Nell Mescal who was sitting right underneath us, oh which was God. hilarious. Oh
0: <laughs> that is iconic because who was it? So it was Madison Beer, and mm-hmm. who was and Camila little... Cabello? That was it. Like the fact that Camila Cabello is in London—it's so random. That, but like at a Gracie show is crazy. Um,
1: so random, so, oh, but, but amazing. Was,
0: yeah, like it was. But yeah, fun that to see. that was
1: our experience at the Good Riddance tour. You and um and also EU and uk tour oh well we were just there in the uk shows but yeah um
0: sorry EU only exists. that's uk doesn't mm. exist
1: i mean the uk is still part of europe <laughs> like they didn't True, move continents no, 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 <laughs> but, <we're laughs> but,
0: like they, like they ruined it right the uk ruined it for themselves so we we just have to fully accept the fact that we we can't even class ourselves as europe at this point
1: I know. You're literally your own continent.
0: That is pretty <laughs> iconic from us, honestly.
1: <laughs> me and Jack are just talking shit. We should move on. We've been talking about this for 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, down for another experience.
1: Another experience that most, both me and Jack went to, and I went to in London, and Jack went to in, <laughs> in Edinburgh. In Edinburgh not not Glasgow. I mean, close enough, you know. Yeah, I um. mean, it could, I could have
0: been if I wasn't working. I would have been at both.
1: Yeah, well next time was the baby queen bedroom sessions which for me my experience was absolutely incredible with that um they played like what was it uh how many songs a lot of songs uh okay they played kid genius die alone dream girl grow up a letter to myself obvious quarter life crisis and we can be anything um so other than quarter life crisis we can be anything and dream girl the other five songs were unreleased from the new album quarter life crisis um which we have talked about extensively on this podcast already and experiencing music for the first time in that way like live and in a way that the room i don't know about for you but for me the room was pin drop silent everyone was listening and you know just hearing every single word and every single chord and every single piano key and it it's like it makes you feel the music and really appreciate it and it's the way music should be experienced for the first time honestly and it makes me so excited for this album because i don't know what i don't know about your experience but yeah it just was incredible for me
0: yeah, uh, I mean pretty much the same. Like her store, that it was done in was is really small. Um, like it is like tiny. Um, yeah. Like she couldn't see. Like pretty much after two rows, she couldn't see anybody because it's like so like squashed together. So everybody is kind of, um, mm-hmm. like pushed together. So it is really small, and it was so silent. It's even when she came on, uh, when when Bella came on, it was um like Bella was oh hi, and it it was just silence, and I think just yeah. because like we were all like, not like. It was know. the
1: same for us. Like, like, sh- like, it was like, oh, hi. And then everyone's like, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: like, I don't know why. It's such a weird, it's,
1: like... I think it's because you're not used to that. You're like, you go to a show and the artist has this big grand entrance and intro. And they, like, they come on playing their guitar. Whereas if someone just walks on <laughs> on stage and goes, hi. You're just like, <laughs> you're like oh. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which yeah. <laughs> it's nice because i mean that's how like intimate experiences and like acoustic shows like that are like we're not complaining about it. it's just like it's a it's a really nice um but out of the songs the new songs that were played what were your favorites jack
0: so i really like um kid genius um i don't know what it. I, it's just that i think it's really just the it's going to be a very good like i'll like like, song in the album, like, we've we've yeah. heard, like, through the songs we heard, it's a mix of different styles, and, and this is only the songs that could be translated to keyboard and guitar, like, yeah. on their own. Um, so, from what we've heard, like, these stripped back are, like, they're all stunning, Um, but I think the the fun that Kid Genius kind of talks about and just the kind of subject matter is just, like, a fun... It's just, like, a, I can't sum up other than just, like, a Baby Queen song. I don't know. It's, um it's just something it's it's nice fun like the title is cool as well i don't know and die alone i mean that's another very you know what i messaged bill after after the show and i was like i don't know how you do it but you make like depressive songs like a little less depressive but in a good way little less
1: (laughs) i mean true that's kind of like for me um it's kind of funny because there are five songs played and you listed two of them and I'm going to list another two of them <laughs> um, that I really liked, but I really liked grow up. It kind of really encapsulated what I feel mm-hmm. um, of like being in this weird stage of life, which I know is like the purpose of the album being called quarter life crisis. But this weird stage of life that I'm at right now where like you feel like you should have everything figured out. You have yeah. a job, you, you, You're making money and you're doing things that you thought that you wanted to do when you were in university and, you know, and your life should be perfect. And yet you're sitting here thinking like, I still feel like a kid. I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I, I feel like everyone else is running 10 miles ahead of me and I am just like trying to catch up all the time. Um, and That's just such a, it's captured so well in the lyrics. So when you do listen to this, the album, when it comes out in November, like, yeah, it just listen to those lyrics. November 10th. Yes. Be there. Um, And then the other one was obvious, uh, which the song discusses Bella's experience with moving when she was 18 from uh, South Africa, South Africa. Yeah. I'm, like, literally cannot talk. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, To the UK. um, And I had a similar experience. I moved across the country when I was 17. Um, You know, I barely knew anything. Um, And I heard that song live, and I was just crying and crying and crying. And after... And after Bella looks at me and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry for making you cry," and I'm like, "Just, just no."
0: <laughs> oh, that is like iconic, though. I, I don't know. It's just like, like the fact that there is that setting where it's like Bella just looks up and just sees you crying. You, she's like, oh, "I'm so sorry." Like,
1: that's... it's like you wrote this <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. You're the reason I'm crying.
0: That- I, it just goes to show, though, like how powerful, um, yeah, the songwriting is.
1: And I also think it was. It's also because of the setting. Like you're surrounded yeah. by a bunch of people who are just listening, and the music's being played, just like Bella and the guitar, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's beautiful. I think if I heard that song acoustically, I. Yeah. I mean, not acoustic. If I just heard that song, like, in the album while I was listening through the tracks, I don't think I would have had the emotional reaction that I did. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, I'm not like that when I listen through music, and, um, but I'm a really happy that that was the first time I got to experience that song because it will now mean like that much more to me.
0: That is so special. Yeah. And it, part of it, it it's really interesting because we hear these songs first, and usually when we go to these acoustic shows, we know, usually what the music sounds like, not stripped back. But these yeah. are all stripped back, so it makes me really curious to how like obvious and stuff will sound when everything is in place. Like, will it kind of keep the slow, like, kind of stripped back feeling, or will there be a lot more to it, and will that kind of mask a lot we of the feelings yeah. as well? like
1: mhm yeah
0: um and yeah. the other one cuz we have to mention it um alert to myself at 17 um yeah i i think in an album where you're you're looking over you're pretty much the whole first quarter of your life and you are kind of debating everything and and um feeling like stuck and like that you're not ready for these certain things in life or you're reflecting on the past and stuff um i, I th- Song like this is crucial, um, and it is still done in a very like playful way. But um, this pretty much describes, like, um, if I think the way Bella described it today is if if she could go back to to when she was seventeen, just to tell um, herself what like life was up like was like up to this point where um, she's at today. Um, this is kind of what like would be said, but they also wouldn't. Um, change anything because and i think this is is so true it's these experiences that sometimes are really like are worsen and, and really make you feel like probably the lowest you've ever been are crucial to like your life and crucial to who you are as a person so it's it's mm-hmm. just allow maybe seeing these things ha- like these things have happened but you know what don't be like so like negative about it um yeah and it is it's beautiful um it's i think so it's beautiful. it's important for us cuz we're kind of around the same age like we're, we're obviously a little bit younger
1: it, yeah i think i think we're the same age i don't know let me let me check
0: like, I th- in terms of, like, at least quarter life, like, 25 is... Quarter. Oh. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's a like thingy because... Yeah, we are, mo- but... Mo- most bit people younger. don't make it to 100. Like, I think 70 is, like, maybe no. the average. So it's maybe... So we're, we're I faster think quarter. for <laughs> us,
1: we are quarter life. Yeah. 23 were... We'll I... The song called 23 is out tonight at midnight. We are recording this mm-hmm. on Thursday. um, But you will be hearing it on another day because you know, things take time. <laughs> um, so go listen to that on Spotify. I'm sure it's really good. I, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> We're going to, and I'm saying this because it's something that once we free up a lot more time and you know what, we want to see this podcast go places in terms of like being able to like bring people on and, and discuss things within the music um, like industry and stuff. And like, this is something that we wanted to see do. So there, there, we will be focusing more on like maybe these reaction type things that do well and and bring new people in and allow us to kind of conversate with more people and then see where we can go um so we will be doing that maybe not for 23 because i think this last week is still when we're really busy but in the future that's kind of like we hope to be able to do these things and just different things as well not just podcasts like Mm -hmm. episodes like just things that like one-offs and stuff and just to make it a little bit more like engaged um more like um, ...responsive for you... ...for you guys as well listening... ...because... Um, ...sometimes I feel like... ...with podcasts... ...you just talk... ...like you're just talking... ...and like... ...you can feed back a little bit... ...but these like one-off... ...like smaller things... ...are a lot more... ...kind of able... ...you're able to gauge... ...a lot more... ...kind of response... ...with like... ...with um, people that listen... ...and... ...and, and kind of... ...feel the same way you do... ...and stuff so... um, ...not for 23... ...but go listen to 23... ...when it comes out... ...it will be out... Um, that ...this album quote me on this come back to this after it's been out a year but um bella is on like 980 something k listeners oh my on Spotify, god and this is so gonna listen the album. this is gonna be the we album you can make
1: the difference
0: that pushes it and i honestly <laughs> think that this year even this time next year bella is going to be so much bigger and i think this album is going to be the one to kind of push there's not as much radio play in it but i think without radio play um the growth is going to be enormous and people are still missing out. On baby queen um and you don't want to be doing that um really lovely person um i um get really nervous at these things and um i obviously i just didn't i i, I know what i want to say to people but i when i come to it i just i just fl- get flustered and can't say anything so ray suggested i should take a friendship bracelet because we um <laughs> we got to so um i know different places are doing different things we got a poster that was pre-signed but we could get get bill to sign it again um or if you had something you could get um that signed so i brought my yearbook wait vinyl. what
1: poster did you get
0: um i'll send you a photo of it um because
1: we got we got the set- we we were told on the ticket we would get a print, an exclusive yeah. print to get signed. So I was all excited. I'm gonna get an exclusive print. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it ended up being the set list. Um, they had like 300 copies of oh the my set gosh. list, <laughs> and um, and then they would give it to you in the in the queue, and then you would bring it up when you went up and and ask for whatever you want signed on it. Um, yeah, so... I'll send it
0: for it. like it's just like the the like the bedroom sessions poster but like different like you know what i mean like the artwork that's kind of that was used for the bedroom sessions but it's in white and it's like it's it's quite cute um but i'm gonna i'm making a poster wall so i need to start actually adding stuff to it um so and i'll, but yes. I'll send you a picture after because it's i'm trying when to I, straighten out
1: whenever i move i'm i have so much stuff because i have like my Maisie set list now i have this i mm-hmm. have like so many different like taylor and Maisie and grab my gracie print i have so much stuff to put up but i don't have i can't put it anywhere right now so you <laughs> need wall space I, I know i don't have wall space um
0: that, that'll go up that'll be that'll be up um but uh we i, I so the, obviously i have a raw thoughts vinyl as well i didn't take it i wish i did because i could have got both signed but um the yearbook sign uh vinyl was signed um, which is so fun. Um but I made a bracelet that had part and gift on it because End Beach, part 2 that's like the starting line like I give to you give this to you as a parting gift. Um and I made the joke and it it, it sort of landed but I'm like I, I didn't land as well as I thought it was going to. But I was talking to Bella and I was like, "Oh, and I give this to you as a parting and gift." And she was like she looked down and she was like, "Oh, like I get like I was like, "Oh my god, that's, that's so funny." Um that's
1: so cute and she was
0: like nobody ever like mentions my poetry or my, my spoken word and i was like no like it's stunning like it's out of the yearbook that like it's the most beautiful thing um i so much, know
1: you're obsessed with it so i'm so happy you got to say that
0: yeah like it, it i love it so much and she gave me a hug and um we got a photo and stuff but um really yeah. lovely and i was walking away from the from the 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 booth but and she was like i love it so much like shouting i was like oh my god like what, um, that's
1: funny she she told me i was like because i was telling her all about Canada because i was like i don't know what else to say yeah and uh she told me that i told her that she needs to come to toronto for a headline show yeah and she's like it's in the works and i was <sighs> like oh. that is so, <gasps> so exciting <laughs> that's exciting. like
0: you've got that and you've heard it now inside yeah this inside. is an
1: exclusive <laughs> this is Music Shack podcast no it's not i no. what if what if she just lied to me yeah so.
0: like, like five <laughs> years down the line just on the no headline to, in toronto oh, that's so sad no it will happen god to believe this isn't baby queen related but i need to share it um i got okay. this today um i've showed you ray and i'm i don't know why i'm just really excited um, oh my god yes so i picked up vinyls um that i bought uh, so i went to Asai, um which is yeah. a record store in um glasgow and edinburgh and d and um they do these like obsi things so it's like a numbered version usually signed by the artist um and it's like a limited like number and it's like a special like pressing um so usually i think it's the way i want it I, I have no idea i entered anything but i think the way you win it is by like, obviously just Buying one of these will be a vinyls, so I bought um two of Maisie's because there was two different pressings made, and yeah, so I was in line today and I I, I after Bella shouted that thing I went back into line to go speak to the the because so I was like I was gonna wait till after, but we were gonna be there till like half three and something or whatever to wait until after it was done, and I was like I just need yeah. to get it now like I need to get to work so um I was like oh I need to pick up these vinyls, and then the, the uh, person went to get them and they were like oh like did you did You like you want a test pressing, and I was like, What? I was like, <laughs> I, I, No, what, what? And I was just kind of taken back, and I was like, I'm so numb because I just listened to the most impressive music ever. But like, and she was, just, and they were just like, Yeah, like you, you've won a te-. And I was, I was like, It's either for Lové um, or it's, um, for, um, Olivia because that was the order, the vinyl's ordered, and I didn't realize like that's how they've done it. And I, and I got on the train and I was like shaking I was like I, I don't know what to say and everybody was like oh that's going to be worth so much like don't sell it I was like shut up like obviously I'm not going to sell it like I'm a collector I collect vinyl um, yeah and I got to the train and I looked at it and it's, it's, it's Maisie's signature and I was like what the fuck so I've got it here and it's it's um. so it's obviously Maisie's signature
1: I'm it. so happy for you and I'm-, I'm expecting you to play that record and send me a video of the entire thing
0: i need to i'm not even like i literally got home and had to get like started for this but it's it's gonna <laughs> sound the same as the normal vinyl i think but it is yeah um well it's just like fun. and i've got a bunch of amazing sign things still but like fun. to have a <laughs> test pressing of the i think it's the good witch it must be the good i'm witch.
1: assuming it's the good witch it has to be
0: um, so yeah, I I don't know. I'm just, I'm gonna keep this forever, and I I just had to shade it because I was that's the first time I've won anything, um especially like a test press, and that's so fun.
1: We do have something exciting happening tomorrow. Jack and I are gonna see the Airs Tour movie, and there was the premiere last night. So um, that's a lot of fun. Taylor looked absolutely stunning, yes. and Taylor Nation selected so many people to be there. Um, and I was really worried because we kept seeing these TikToks and stuff. Of from, like, influencers being like, oh, my God, I'm going, and this is my... Watch me pick my outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh, if these annoying yeah. bitches going to be there. <laughs> um, and then, s- so many people on Twitter got invited from Taylor Nation. So and funny. apparently, they had, like, four different wristbands. So, you got, There was, like, a celebrity and, like, you know, Taylor friend mm-hmm. um, or, like, dancer wristband. And... Um, which had like all access or whatever. And then there was a wristband for the influencers. And then there was a wristband for the people who were invited by Spotify. Yeah. And then there was a wristband for the people who were invited by Taylor Nation. And so Taylor so met a public. bunch of people at who were there. And the only people that she met were the ones invited by Taylor Nation, which means she didn't go and meet any of the influencers.
0: (laughs) So fuck them.
1: (laughs) She just met the fans and obviously the celebrities. She didn't meet the influencers or the Spotify people. So apparently what happened was that like there was a red carpet and only the celebrities and the Taylor Nation invited people were allowed on the red carpet. And the other, the influencers and the Spotify people were like, just taken directly to the theater area with the popcorn and candy and like to take like their own videos um and then and then into the theater because they you know the influencers are there to like promote the movie they're not there to meet taylor whereas like the fans are kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then obviously spotify they there's no like vetting of the people like taylor nation can do so uh, it's more of a security thing about letting them meet taylor um so I'm just happy that the influencers didn't get to meet Taylor. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, a win so for,
0: that's a one for Swifties right there. Because when these things happen, you always worry that the. Like, you see all the time. Like, these influencers just get everything. And it's like. It's, it's fair I you know. might be a fan of Taylor, but, like. There's more chance of you meeting Taylor at some, like, event or, like, even just. Like, I don't know. There's just more chance of that happening. Whereas, what, there's like 100 million, like. Like. T- Plus, like Taylor's, like Swifties, that Fans, like never yeah. get the,
1: And what between. I noticed is like the people who got invited, like they they didn't have like like some of them did, but a lot of them didn't have like big Twitter followings. They didn't have, and like I I think that you just have to remember that when like I sent this tweet to Jack yesterday when you DM'd me and we're like I it, it sucks that we're never <laughs> gonna get invited to anything, and like it is sad. I I agree, and I mean. I kind of feel the same I've never been invited to anything I the day that Taylor met people in Toronto at TIFF I had one of the worst panic attacks of my whole life because I was really scared about crowd crush um so I didn't go Mm -hmm. and then I saw people (laughs) meeting Taylor and it was probably one of the saddest moments of my life because that was my one opportunity and like I freaked out and I didn't go because and Granted, it was probably the right thing for me to not go given like the mental state I was in, but it still felt like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, the tweet says, hey, beautiful people, as you scroll through your timeline and see what seems like everyone but you at an event, just know that you're not alone and that great things await you too. Though I've yet to be invited to something myself, there's always something to be grateful about. Like, I think this isn't going to be the last event that Taylor does. Um, she'll release documentaries she'll release music videos all of that it's not going to be the last thing she does so there will be opportunities and just you know be yourself Taylor Nation sees everything
0: <laughs> yeah like don't also like over like don't just like reply to everything and and like yeah be constantly like don't be beggy yeah yeah like because I think that they'll be able to suss that out as well like yeah um, for sure just literally be like yourself like even if you're not constantly tagging Taylor Nation stuff but if you're just like tweeting about stuff because then even if there is one notice they get from like you get from them they then can like go see your other posts about like you just kind of tweeting into the void like about your support for Taylor and it doesn't have to be um for sure like something that's constantly seen it is really hard though and i mean i don't tweet at all and that's my problem like i don't like yeah. even like because i just i mean i something i like tweet about like, oh. taylor
1: but i like barely i don't tweet as much about taylor as i do about other artists um so i'm also kind of in the same boat but it's we'll okay i mean I'll, i don't think that being invited to an event makes you a bigger fan or a less yeah. big fan and it's really great like it's important to be happy for the people who do get invited to an event and not complain that you didn't because mm-hmm. those people deserve it just as much as everyone else does. But I I think it is okay to feel upset like, oh, that's never going to be me. But, you know, you're going to get to go see Taylor at the Eras tour a m- bunch of times. You're going to – you never know what could happen, right? Like, you, you just never know.
0: You could literally get the red hat for all, you know, like, it's... Yeah, you could
1: literally get the 22 hat because you wore a sleigh outfit and you look really excited. That's, like, <laughs> you That's know. honestly iconic. <laughs> anything could happen. <laughs> um, so pray,
0: pray, pray, pray. That's literally it.
1: But, yeah, so I think that Jack and I are not going to discuss spoilers that were revealed mm-hmm. last night. Um, yeah. Because... We don't want you guys to be spoiled if you don't want to be spoiled on the movie and, um, you know, what was included and, and all that. So by the next week, next week's podcast, we will be talking about the movie. So if you are if you are not going to be seeing the movie by next week, then, you know, maybe skip that podcast. <laughs> but, um, or just like watch it later, you know, once you've watched the movie. But this week we won't be talking about spoilers because we ourselves are going to be seeing it tomorrow we haven't seen it yet we are really excited so we will have our experiences to talk about next week um are are you really excited you're going tomorrow right jack
0: yeah um six o'clock premiere time thing so excited um
1: i'm going at seven thirty 30 p.m So i'll be so going iconic. at midnight your time um But I couldn't.
0: I want to hear your experience. There
1: was like a noon showing at my theater, and I could have gone to that, but I I couldn't skip work, so I had to go after work.
0: It'll be more fun because there'll be people that, like, there's not going to be many people that'll be able to go. um, At twelve thirty, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be. So it'll be better.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Theater's going to be busy, but. So excited. Yeah, it'll be good. Um. Okay, one last very important thing that we do need to talk about is the situation with Easy Life. So, for those of you who do not know, we've talked about Easy Life a little bit on the podcast, maybe not so so much. Um, but Easy Life are a band that I really like. Um, they are a they're you know a group of five guys. Um, they're British. They're iconic. Um, you just described every
0: pop, like, <laughs> teen, teen boy band ever. I'm like, <laughs> they're.
1: I was going to say they're kind of like Five Seconds of Summer. And then I was like, I shouldn't say that out loud because that would be weird. Um, <laughs> but I, I really, really like them. Their mu- they, I wouldn't say that their music is necessarily pop. It's just really good. So mm-hmm. definitely they have a new song called Trust Exercises. And it's one of my favorite songs ever that's releasing tonight. So please listen so to it. It's really, really good. And uh the piano version will be featured at my wedding. Just saying. Um you <laughs> heard that it. Was so ra- <laughs> that was so <laughs> random. Um if, if you're my boyfriend and you're listening to this, I'm sorry for <laughs> blindsiding you. Um, <laughs> 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 um <laughs> anyway. So yeah, um their name is Easy Life and they, you may have seen in the news, it's been kind of popping off a little bit, but they were sued by EasyJet or Easy Group, the company who owns EasyJet and other easy things like uh, Easy Holidays and shit like that. Um, it's just shit. And they sued Easy Life saying, we own the word easy. You cannot call your band Easy Life. Easy Life, who has been called because they want to call their new insurance company easy life and they're like well we can't have a band with the same name as our insurance company and so we're gonna sue them so they're forced to change their name when obviously the band easy life has been around for since like 2017 or whatever i think it's 2017 i'm sorry if that's wrong um and known as easy life that is their brand they do not own the word easy it's like the same way when we talk about like Ed Sheeran lawsuits or like uh, the Ed Sheeran lawsuit where like you know he's using very common chords so like why would he be sued for that mm-hmm. or um not just the Ed Sheeran lawsuit but the freaking uh like uh Taylor lawsuits that we hear about all the time of like people um suing her for for saying things in songs like that are common phrases like uh what's the one um in, in, um, not, oh my God, player's going to play that. Yeah. Yeah. So she got sued for having the word player's going to play in her song because some people thought that they owned that phrase, even though it's just a common phrase, right? Like something that everyone says. Um, so like the word easy (laughs) and here's the reality of it. You get sued by a company. You have to pay to see the lawsuit through for lawyers, for everything, regardless of whether you are in the right or in the wrong. You still have to pay for all of that. And it lasts for years. It can be very emotional. And for a band that is small, like Easy Life, they cannot take on that financial burden. It's just not possible. We think about these things that have happened to bigger artists, like I just mentioned, you know, Ed Sheeran was able to see the Shape of You lawsuit through because he is rich, um, and because he was able to attack that because he's coming from that perspective, and you know didn't want to lose his music, which he shouldn't have. And I, but when a when this stuff like this happens to a small band, they don't have the money to see the lawsuit through. And even what Ed Sheeran went through was really, really really hard you know he he missed his uh, like grandma's funeral because yeah. like he was in a lawsuit trial for something that shouldn't have even happened in the first place i i think ed but easy life have no choice because they don't have enough money to see it through and so even though if this case reached the british high court it would be thrown out immediately because there is no Way that this is viable for EasyJet to do. But they do it because they can, because they want to start this company and they see this other band called the same name and they're like, well, we can just bully them to change their name because they don't have enough money to fight us. And it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. So, you know, as a collective fan group, we, we tried really hard to put a lot of pressure on them to say, like, you know, we're going to boycott your business. This is the most awful thing ever, this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like a small fan base can only do so much. And so really sadly, Easy Life are going to have to change their name um, to something else. They will not no longer be called Easy Life, um, but they will still be releasing music. Um, if you are a fan of the band, they have they are no longer allowed to sell anything under the moniker Easy Life. So all of their old physicals that they have backstock, all of the merch that they have backstock, literally everything is on sale on their website right now. So if you want anything, even the rarest of rare things, are there's some stuff available. So if you want absolutely anything that says Easy Life on it, any physicals, any merch, Go buy it now because it will not be around forever. (laughs) I don't know how long. And also, you know, that way you get to support the band through this really hard thing that happened to them. Um, And it sucks. I I think there's not much to say now that it's kind of over. Mm -hmm. But... I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I think it's a really fucked up situation. I think we we hear about these things happening and artists fighting it because they can, but we also hear we don't usually hear about these things happening when artists can't fight it because they're the smaller one, um, and I think something needs to change. Um, and this could not just happen to a band, it could happen to any small business, anybody, really, um, just because of the way the legal system works. Um, and it's really, really sad that the band have to... I And some people think, oh my god, it's just a name, why are you acting like they're dead? But, like... <laughs> It's not just a name. It's their brand. It's what everybody knows them as. It's their identity. And now, like, if you knew Easy Life and you have no idea what that this is happening and you – and now they're going to change their name and then you see their, them posting, you're going to be like, oh, who's this? And, and they're going to have to essentially rebuild their entire brand, their entire careers um, because EasyJet are – Dickheads, really, and greedy, and bullies, and I encourage you to never fly with EasyJet again. Ryanair are great; we love Ryanair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it,
0: it, it, like it's crazy. It's not even so much of the name change. It's the fact that, like, a company can just do this and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like we all know like the way this world works like money money talks bullshit walks is what they always say but it is yeah. like it's, it's it happens constantly these big corporations billion, um smaller companies smaller like um collectives and stuff around and they get away with it because they have have the money to um and it's and it you know what it's just the way they've done it as well like it's the it's so scummy the way they've like pretty much been like no 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 like we're suing like the band members not like anybody like not not their like record label or not anything like that so they it's not like it's pretty much like they've just pretty much grabbed them and like put them on this like whatever on like their island or whatever and it's like the user like you have to survive on your own like there's nobody can help you even though you have this this wide Mm -hmm. range of like a fan base or you have this like these contacts in this and this and something that could help you out and and it's like the EasyJet is 100% or Easy Company whatever is is sat down and been like okay this is what we want how do we get it and how do we get it the easiest way we possibly can because we know if we go to court we're not going to win so uh, so we're going to be losing money on that so how do we make sure it's like a done deal before we even have to really fight for it so they've just been like okay well let's just cut them off from everything they know and pretty much like really like them give up
1: their lives for that yeah for this for something that at the end of the day for them is not worth it and it it sucks it sucks for the fans of the band it sucks for everybody but you know easy life will live on in our hearts and i think for me and for every single person who who knows and loves easy life they will always be known as easy life to us um And one day they're going to blow up and there's going to be this small group of people who are like, yeah, we, <laughs> these, this is easy life to us and they might never know that they were once easy life and that's kind of cool to think about though. But um, I wanted to actually just read. So the band wrote a letter um, when they were talking about how they have to give up their name and it, it really explains everything that happened in a maybe a little bit better way than I did. So I just wanted to read it because... I think it's um, it's important that we share the message on the podcast, um, especially for those of you who are listening and, and probably don't know the band or the situation. So uh, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely people. I appreciate we've got some explaining to do here. So much has happened in the last 10 days and it's been a whirlwind. Please forgive me for not sharing more details sooner. This all came to a head last night, and having explored literally every possible avenue, we have realized that there are no good options available to us, and we need to change our name to move forward. Sadly, it seems that justice is only available to those who can afford it. We simply do not have the funds to access a fair trial in high court, not to mention the fact that this would likely rattle on to 2025, and... With this hanging over us, we wouldn't be able to release any new music in the meantime. Our careers, and indeed our lives, would be on hold. We are not a nameless company. As you've seen, it's our personal names on the paperwork. This means that we, should we lose, the costs will be recouped from us personally. They could take everything from us. Material possessions, our livelihoods, and our homes. You can imagine the turmoil this has caused us. But I really hope this helps you understand our situation. We have found solace in the outpourings of love and support, for which we are all grateful for beyond words. I am writing this on Tuesday now, in knowledge that our final day as easy life, as the easy life you know is Friday. Fittingly, Friday the 13th. We have managed to get some shows together, um, so they're playing today in Leicester, which is their hometown, and tomorrow on the 13th in London is their final show together. And we really hope as many of possible will be as many of you as possible be able to come and join us for the farewell parties. Even though we weren't able to fight this, we now need to go into a period of legal meditation with Easy Group about what happens next. We're really hoping they might be gracious about this. And we are hopeful for the opportunity to finally put out the song we know you've all been waiting for for years, which is Trust Exercises, and it's out. Um, it's probably out now while you're listening to it, so yeah. go find it. <laughs> Still not as we'd imagined, but it's a song for you guys, and we want you to have it. It's with the deepest sadness that I confirm once again that we as Easy Life will be playing our final shows this week. Perhaps, our case will per- perhaps our case will help provoke a dialogue around legal reform and justice being available to our. However, I fear such conversations will fall on deaf ears. Who knows what will happen next? Every storm, every storm runs out of rain eventually. Thanks again for your support. Easy life. Sad. And yeah, it's really sad. And I think we are Music Shack podcast, but like that case, everything that's happened with them goes beyond music. It's like we said, like it said in the letter, it's about how unfair our justice system is. And I really think that, like, I really hope that we might just be a small voice, a small podcast, but I, I, I think it's really important that whatever message you can spread you do
0: yeah and as hard as it is, just kind of like these things happen all the time so just let people know you're disappointed in these things and 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 speak how you feel because like something this you might think you're a small voice online But But like
1: you saying something and giving a company bad press or like can make some part of a difference into something happening. You talking to your local MPs and being like, if you live in the UK and being like, this is something that I saw that made me really upset. I would like reform. Those things are really important. Uh, You know, voting in elections, like not to be like political obviously but like at the end of the day those things matter um and they can help and hopefully that like it said like you know hopefully that some part of this will help lead to some legal reform for these kinds of cases
0: have seen it countless times like the arts are like some of the and it's always the same but they're they're one of the most under like funded like departments and a lot of these cuts that come in are to do with arts and um like yeah it's crazy how something so special to so many people can be seen as something so little by others and it's like what like do you not enjoy like do you not feel something when you listen to music i don't know it's really strange and it's um it's sad and it's like a very like somber like tone but it's something so serious i don't know it just
1: it sucks and i think that you're so right i think a lot of people don't understand and i think if you're listening to this podcast you probably do understand but a lot of people don't understand how like music can save people's lives how bands and can bands and artists in general can can be places and people for for places and people that people can go to when they need like some kind of you know relief in their life they 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 help connect people from all over the world they help make people feel less alone through their music and it's just a name but At the end of the day, like they said, they're still going to have to go through like legal meditation process and and some of their music will likely still be delayed because of this. And it like it's not just about them. It's about all of their fans. It's about the community that they've made through their music. And yeah, I think it's going to be different now. And that sucks. But. I, I don't know what else to say. But thank you for listening to us talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it um, is a very somber, burned uh, somber note. Um, I don't know if I can maybe bring some some hype. I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: go for it.
0: <laughs> new, new music Friday.
1: Right
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's Really hard to even.
1: Woo! um, New music Friday. (laughs) right, right.
0: Um, I know there's a lot of like, um, at least people that can overlap with like, um, Gracie and Maisie that really are into Holly Humberstone. Um, and yes, their project, um, Paint My Bedroom Black is out tonight, like Friday. Tonight. Um, so you have that. Um, you have Twenty Three by Baby Queen. Um, you have Boy Genius's The Rest EP out tonight as well. As well, yep, as trust exercises trust ex- by Easy yeah. Life. <laughs> Who's that? Sorry, I don't know that. that sorry,
1: bad. sorry, I don't. I don't know that name. Wait, what, do you, what do you mean? What do you, do you mean, mean? The, the insurance pla- company. Wait, what do you mean? The 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 the, 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 the Easy Jet company. <laughs> yeah. You mean the the one that I take my holidays on? They're releasing a song.
0: But <laughs> they'd be lucky to have a song that only that good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly, um, uh, there's probably some other ones. I think we're probably. But that is. We're probably
1: forgetting something, but today is a big day for music, and you should listen to it.
0: Yeah, you should. Um, and then next week we'll probably have more information on the Goodwitch Deluxe stuff. Um, if yeah, you want to hear the snippets, know. join Maisie's Discord. Join the
1: Discord. It's so fun, listen. and you might even see me there. Whoa!
0: Yeah, raise important. Raise back time. I'm,
1: I'm important. Sure. Um, but yeah there's six snippets there and it's really exciting so if you haven't heard the snippets you should definitely do that um, I think that's it I think we're Done, nearing think. the end and next it. week we will talk about the Ares movie and all of that new music well not all of it I mean, We will we will talk about some of it and you know songs we liked songs we didn't like all of that as we always do yeah, anything and,
0: else um no i, I when we we're just talking about the easily stuff i was on like scrolling through twitter looking at it and um i a, a think i've not seen from the premiere yesterday is um someone asking taylor for photos and taylor just says you see that redhead <laughs> she'll tell me what to do like shouting at tree that's i don't know why it's that's so, funny. so <laughs> funny um that
1: is so funny <laughs>
0: But that's, yeah. I mean, there's going to be so much fun uh, next week. We did take a break, but um, I think we're quite, um, I mean, we're going to be doing that whenever we have to, but um, hopefully a lot more consistent with new things coming out as well. Um, Lots of
1: fun. And you are seeing Maisie next week, too, potentially. I don't know if that'll be before or after we record, but if it's after we record, we will talk about it then.
0: It'll be Tuesday, I think, so it'll probably be before, after we record.
1: After we record. Okay, then we'll talk about the next week. You know what?
0: So much to look forward to. You know what? That's i
1: So much to look forward to. Okay.
0: Thanks for, for watching. Bye. Um, yeah, look after yourself. Goodbye.